Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. I am truly excited to be able to have this conversation with all of my soul sisters here, along with you, our amazing listener. Thank you for being here. I'm Kathleen, and here with me is Sarah, Whitney, Claudette, and Catherine. Hello. So good to be back here once again on our recording day. And this conversation with you is about conversations with spirit. Does it happen? And of course, this is one of my favorite subjects, along with Claudette. The two of us are constantly conversing with Source on a regular basis. Whitney is very spiritually connected as well. And frankly, Sarah and Catherine are as well. So I think this could be a really electrifying, amazing conversation as we get started. Conversation with Spirit. Did I think I I communed with God or Source Before my son transitioned in 2010, probably I did every once in a while, but usually it was when I was in trouble. I'm like, God, please help me. Please get me out of this. What's going on? You know, help me to pay my bill, whatever it was. It was more out of uh, despair, uh, being desperate than it was to really commune and be guided by source as a whole. And so I live by this. I teach my clients how to do, how to commune with spirit on a regular basis. And so I'm just curious with all of my soul sisters here, who would like to start with a little story about how you commune with with source or if you feel like it's even possible? I'll just jump right in, ladies. It's absolutely, we are it, right? We are spirit. There's only actually a very small part of us that's physical, right? I was raised Catholic. This is Catherine to our listeners, because I know you can't see us, but you know, I was raised Catholic. So I had like this sort of religious background or building block rather. And I sort of strayed from that. And I've sort of collected my own sort of set of and beliefs on spirituality and all that. And it's, it's a little combination of so many things and, you know, religion, we can, that's a whole other topic, but anyway, really getting into my startup, my business and really tapping into my faith that it takes to build a business. I've really deepened my relationship with spirit. And it's one of my most beautiful gifts out of this process with my startup fit district. It's really be who I'm like becoming at a spiritual level because of Fit District is, I'm so grateful. I'm so proud of it. It means so much to me because it's gotten me through and spirit continues to reveal itself to me. And so, and by that, I mean like 
on different levels, we can connect with spirit. And so one way I do it is through meditation, really quieting the mind without guided, like I'll do guided meditations, but sometimes I will just be quiet and put my timer on my phone for like 15 minutes and just see what sort of comes up. I had a moment recently, I was actually pretty emotional. Something had happened and I was pretty emotional, but I was crying actually. And I was going through, you know, some emotions about a certain situation and I heard a voice and I believe this is spirit. And it said, meditate right now. And when I did that, and I literally just had, I still had tears coming down, but I just really focused on being quiet for a minute. And I got so much guidance in that moment that was healing because it took me back to a moment when I was like a little girl and I was like crying and it was tied to like my parents' divorce. The moment that I was having was, was around a relationship that I had just gotten out of. So I was crying and like, you know, I heard the voice meditate right now. And it like took me back to this moment when I was a child and I was crying and I got healing on my, for my inner child in that moment about this divorce, where I took on a limiting belief that there was something wrong with me. And it's been one of the most powerful moments I've had. And I've had a lot of powerful moments, but like lately it's been one of the most powerful because I dug into a limiting belief that's been there that I didn't even know about that I've been carrying subconsciously or unconsciously, whatever term we use on that, that like something's wrong with me. And by just hearing and following the voice, meditate right now, it took me back to something that didn't even have to do with what was going on in that moment at the surface level, this breakup, but it was took me back to a childhood moment where I took on this belief that was total bullshit. And it's freed me so much since then it created this next level of healing. And I believe that is a moment with spirit. That was spirit driving it. I heard the voice meditate right now. When I'm in the moment of crying, I usually don't think to meditate. And it took me through this whole incredible spiritually healing, little girl healing, (laughs) older girl healing moment. And it was gorgeous. And I'm so grateful for it. And so following that inner guidance, people call it the intuition. Some people call it your God voice. Some people call it spirit, right? That's those little voices, those moments, I do believe is spirit communicating with us. So sometimes what you're saying, Catherine, is when you're in the middle of a crisis, you can stop, breathe and connect in that way. And other times we can commune with source just by asking if we have something on our mind, if there's an issue that is there, or if we have a challenge in our business of like, how do I move forward? Is this the right direction? It's the questions there. You go into a meditation with the intention to resolve a problem from a higher source, not from our thinking brain. And so you can actually go into meditation in many ways. And you briefly touched on it as church is a place some people go. I don't, but I believe Whitney does, you know, like churches, my church is where I have an altar set up in my living room where most people have a TV. I have an altar and I like candles and I like sage. And I just, I 
have an intention is please show me what I need or you'd like me to know today and sit quietly for 15 minutes. Meditation is one way to do that. So I love that you brought up that it can be a challenging aspect and it can also be just a a daily practice. And I do believe that spirit, the universe, God, whatever it is, mother nature, they'll give us the situation in the present to help us heal other things. Like what had happened in that moment, I feel I was totally guided by spirit. And so like, when we hear about like, you know, life is happening for us, like to trust and faith, like, even though like what you're going through right now is like super challenging, it's like really leading you through leading you to something better. Right. And Kathleen, like you always talk about, I've learned this from you. Like you got to go through the emotion. You know, I did a lot, spent a lot of years blocking the emotion or not wanting to like fully deal or like numbing out from it one way or the other work, alcohol, whatever it was, other relationships, we numb out TV, numbs us out, whatever numbs us out. Um, you know, not dealing, but taking the time to like, just feel into it. I mean, that is spirit guiding us and taking us places. I, I, you know, you guys are so on track. Um, (laughs) when we ask yes or no questions and we're all in alignment, like why we put that question that way, (laughs) I'm going to ask the question a slightly different way, but Let's start with sort of what you opened with, Kathleen, which was the the thing that came to me and a similarity that we've had is that earlier in my life, my interaction with spirit was transactional rather than relational, right? And you talked about communing. And so I was, I was too constantly asking for things. I wasn't listening. I wasn't tapping into intuition. I wasn't being particularly guided, led, or obedient to those things that I was, even when I was asking for something, right? Basically, I was asking for permission to do what I wanted to do rather than really listening for what was for my best and highest good. And I would say that is the biggest difference for me over time is that my, it is now a relationship. And if you had asked me, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, if I commune with spirit, I probably would have said no, because I I wouldn't have looked at it the way I look at it now. And so I think it's helpful what Catherine, you just said about what spirit is and the different ways that people characterize spirit, whether it's the Holy Spirit or your God spirit, that it is not about some something that we should be afraid of, right? Because often when you're watching movies, they make interactions with spirits seem like something that you should be afraid of. And that's not to say that there are not some spirits that have intent that is not for your greatest and highest good and not to watch out for that. 
but in general, the, the concept of being in relationship or communing with spirit is is not a bad or a negative thing. And so, I, you know, I, I've done the same things. It's it's meditation and prayer, and sometimes just simply being in silence. And so the 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 weather here in California is such that I have moved my morning routine back to outside. I love being in nature and my office looks out onto the neighborhood and I can see the wind blowing the tops of the trees. And that just always reminds me of God and being connected uh, to spirit in that way. And other things that can help you to move from having this transactional to more of a relational interaction with spirit and like Kathleen said, having it be more about incorporating into your life every day. And it's not just for getting you out of trouble or the acquisition of things or events is to pay attention to things. When someone makes a recommendation for a book, right? And there could be something in that. If you read an article or you hear a song or a friend says something or you hear something on TV and it touches you in a, in a deeper way than just like in one ear and out the other, maybe that is spirit speaking to you. And so I won't repeat the story of me boohoo crying on the street. I've told that several times. And if anyone wants to hear that, um, listen to all the prior episodes and one of them or several of them will give you that story. But I freak, not frequently, I have on more than that occasion, more than one occasion, actually had where God spoke to me in an audible voice. And it doesn't happen often, but it has happened and what I have found is that it's usually when I am ruminating and in a space where the message is, my child, I've got you, right? I've got you and just relax and trust. And one of those times I was out running and it tends to happen when I'm either out running or in the shower for some reason, I don't know. And so I'm out running and it was about a man again. And God said, I'm not giving you this because you'll F it up. Not F, he said the actual word. Just, and I was like, oh, which was a moment to get my attention. And so I, I would just say when you have those moments, stop like, like uh, Catherine did. Stop and listen, meditate, just ask questions, get curious. You'll often sometimes feel like chills too. Like you'll, cause sometimes people go, well, I don't know if it's like fear what that I'm hearing, like something that's not source driven or, but like often you will, like you'll feel chills or you'll, you'll cry or like you'll have like some kind of, I feel chills all the time when I feel like I'm being guided by spirit. I don't know if you all have any comments on that, but this is really good get a reaction. It's a really good point, Catherine. What I was going to say after Whitney spoke is like, it is not a white man in a white robe sitting there telling you what to do. There is energy all around us that is synchronistic, which brought the five of us together. We happen to be at the same 
location at the same retreat. Whitney picks us up. It didn't again. happen. It didn't right. just happen though. It was synchronistic. Yeah. My point is it's like it's synchronicities that when things happen, listen and act on that. Sarah, you look like you were ready to speak, but maybe not. <laughs> I certainly can. I think it's interesting as I'm reflecting on this question and wondering, is there any religion or belief system where people actually don't communicate with their higher power? I was, I, I've been sitting here while you ladies are talking. I can't think of one. It's just through time, we've always communicated with spirit. It's just what we're taught. But I think also we can have a belief system that maybe only the priest or maybe only the highest person can speak to God or speak to spirit. And in reality, we all can. Um, I was in a, when I was, I guess, probably maybe around 11 to 16, I was involved in a Pentecostal church and they speak in tongues and they allow spirit to speak through them in tongues. And, you know, it's just an interesting, as I was thinking about the different religions I've participated in over the years, that's an interesting concept that, you know, God is coming down in in you and then you are speaking out what the message should be. Um, Claudette, I know that, you know, you've been involved in that too. And I just feel really lucky to be in touch enough to know that I'm hearing spirit. Right. And, and you guys are all correct in the different methods and modalities that we get quiet and listen. I love that. You know, um, yes, my past was very religious, Christian based. And but it was in the depth of the study of all things that I've I will say I, I am more spiritual. I do not attend church, but I believe that spirit the creator spirit is within all of us and holds all things together. And I believe it's undefinable. I believe when we try to put logic and reasoning on what that is and put that in a box, it's a very limited version of what it is. But science has proven it. Multiple people will tell you that they've had a voice, they've had a knowing. And to me, how I access that is I go into the stillness to bring it into my, to bring that love and that spirit into my awareness, but it's that which is already in me. It is that which created my, my soul, my spirit. And I mean, that's how I do it. And then it's the practice of bringing it into your awareness to where that communication stays in your awareness. And we can say why I heard And Whitney was saying an audible voice, and I'm glad you distinguished that because most of the time it's a knowing. It's like we we say, I heard this, but it's more like you just know it. It's like it's like information transferred to you. Not that you can't hear a voice, you can, but it's just information transferred, boom, dropped in, you know it. And I've had people ask me, Well, how do I know this will work with me? Because I mean, as you know by now, I do the truth method. And it's my mission for people to awaken to their power. You know, many of us have 
Kathleen's mission is for people to awaken and be healed. And, you know, and, and we all have our mission, Catherine's and everybody, all of us on here were very in sync with wanting to help and serve other people. Right. But I think it's walking in the awareness. There isn't a man in the sky on a throne. This is something that is very sacred within you. If you've ever had an intuitive thought or knowing, it works, period. And it's very sacred. It's a sacred personal journey that happens within the temple of you. So I'll just say it's a practice also. So when I first began to practice, I would get a knowing and then I would think about it. I would think it to death. And I would, you know, just start to mess up the knowing. And then I would go, well, that maybe I didn't get that right. Now, when I get a knowing, I don't think about it. I ask for the next step that I should take and then let that knowing drop into me. And if there's ever any fear or doubt, it has nothing to do with the knowing. Okay. The knowing will come with knowledge and wisdom without fear and doubt attached to it. And so I think that's very important. So it's a practice. And the more we practice hearing that still small voice, I used to get really pissed off because it's such a little still small voice at first, like, and, and sometimes you'll hear it or you'll get the knowing and you'll discount it. And then you go ahead and do whatever. And then you can look back and go, I knew that. Why didn't I do that? And I was like, but it was such a little nudge. And so as you practice, in awareness of it, bringing it into your awareness, just by quieting, just going into the stillness, it becomes a little louder and a little louder. You can even imagine yourself, use your beautiful imagination to turn the volume up on it and say, I desire to walk in the ways of the truth and spirit of, of the creator. You know, you can say something like that. And I desire to follow the highest the, my path for the highest good. You can say that. And just by desiring and turning our awareness into it, we can begin to hear it. Now, there was something I did want to comment on. Whitney mentioned spirits and, and that type of thing. I tell everyone, test all spirits. Just test them. Because everything, either you're talking to the creator, you're talking to something that has been created. That's it. We have a creator and we have the things that are created. So just test it. You could say, if this is of the creator, you may stay. If not, I command you to go through source fire. To me, source fire is the fire of creation that purifies and heals everything. So you could say that. Don't walk in fear. That's the biggest thing. Don't walk in fear. And in the presence of the light and truth, darkness flees. So let's not give the illusion of darkness more power than it needs to have, right? And let's start to walk in the knowing that we have a partner that is our creator that loved us so much for the apple of God's eye. And all our creator wants is for us to expand. And, and it's like having a partner there going, hey, 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 don't do this, do this. You know, go here, go here, go here. Business, relationships, whatever it is. We have access to all knowledge when we just stop and we kind of go into the stillness and we say, I seek creation. I seek the truth. I seek to be connected to that which is good for my spirit. So do I believe it happens? Heck yeah. 
I do. It's how I live. (laughs) You know, like also I believe we have spiritual guides. We have angels. We have guardian angels that are all here that are not necessarily, like I said earlier, the physical, our physical bodies, the physical realm is small compared to the spirit, the outside of the physical, whatever we want to call it. There's all kinds of words for that realm. But I believe we have guides and angels working for us. You know, Abraham Hicks, Gabriel, Gabrielle Bernstein, they call them our co-creators. And you can tap into, you can actually take a moment and just speak loudly, out loud, ask your guide for their name. I personally did that and I heard an audible message, which then got backed by multiple psychics across the country that I've seen that said, you know, Archangel Raphael is one of your guides. And I hadn't heard an audible message before psychics backed it up, but an audible message when I asked guide, please reveal yourself. I was getting Reiki done at the same time. And the lady that was doing it said I could ask the question. Anyway, I heard an audible message, Ralph. And I'm not going to lie. At first I rejected it. I'm like, Ralph, who the hell's Ralph? They're not my guide. That's not, that's not a name of a guy. I kid you not. After that, I saw multiple psychics. I never brought it up. And each one said, Archangel Raphael is one of your guides. So, and I've had multiple other situations where I believe he revealed himself in one way or the other. So I feel like I have like real life proof because there's faith, right? Which, you know, I just vary a little bit from Claudette's philosophy on fear because I do believe we do have fear, but faith has to go faith, you know, but my faith is bigger than the fear. Like I, I believe I can still feel fear at the same time as being guided spiritually, but I have to surrender that to my guides to source. I, I constantly have a prayer where I'm surrendering over to source even more than asking for an outcome. I'm surrendering because I do have fears that do come up even when I feel guided. So that's probably a whole other podcast we could do. That's a whole that. other, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. whole other thing. A whole other conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of different beliefs out there on fear. So my point is faith is, for me, is even bigger. And that's that connection to source, to my guides, and sort of having that commune or that relationship. It's really a beautiful thing. And I really believe we have those forces, those sources, whatever you want to call it, like, specifically working for us. So, yeah, I just want to clarify one thing. So I didn't say you can't have fear when you're being guided. I said in the guidance, in the knowing, in infinite intelligence, there is no fear. Within your soul, there could be beliefs around that that bring up fear. So you could be receiving the knowing, experiencing the fear. And then that's where I tell people, ask for the truth on what you what you believe that allows the fear. That's the differentiation. So infinite intelligence, the purity of source, fear doesn't exist. However, in our soul, we have a lot of beliefs around things that cause fear. Like, you know, totally agree. So that's just to differentiate that. I do want to just reiterate that we are spiritual beings having a human existence. 
And Catherine has, has brought that concept up a couple of times. And I do believe that. And it ties for me to the very, in Genesis, in the Bible, where God says, let's make man in our image. And the image, I believe, is a spiritual image. It's not a physical image. It is an image that is about love. It's about giving and serving. And that is the very essence of who God is. Um, And so, and a spiritual being. So, um, yeah, we, we are spiritual beings. We are having this particular experience at this particular time. Um, but this isn't the end all and be all of who we are and what we'll experience. So I totally agree. And, and in fact, spirit is, if you can't tell by all of us, spirit is constantly communing with us every minute of every day. Of, even when you're sleeping, spirit is communing with us. That is because we are spirit. And our heart actually is where spirit is. You know, our heart is, or from my perspective, it is our heart that really can lead us in the direction of listening and acting on inspired action, acting on the inspiration that we receive. Recently, I was in some indigenous ceremonies and my intention going into those ceremonies was to expand my capacity to receive love, success, partnership, blah, blah, you know, like the whole gamut. It's too long of a story to get into the entire thing, but ultimately what I received from that from multiple ways was that I was seeking once again for the love on the external side to receive from the external sources of others instead of really focusing on my self-love and the love that I actually receive from self that is connected to source. And so when we're in fear, we're in shame, we're in judgment, we're in blame, it is harder to hear those messages. It is harder to connect to those messages. It's harder to trust those messages that we're receiving every single minute of every single day. So if it doesn't feel good, it's misaligned. If you're in the the feelings of all of those things I mentioned earlier, and it feels heavy or difficult, then there's some misalignment going on. So center yourself again and get realigned with the higher power, your heart, and, and start to trust and listen to those messages because that's your higher power. That is spirit. You are being spoken with every single minute of every day. It's up to you on whether you want to listen. So Sarah, did you have any closing remarks? You didn't speak much at all. Okay. All right. So we went a little over time today and it was well worth it. We appreciate you listening. We're excited that you're willing to step into the journey of listening to yourself and take the risk. When you hear that message, when I say hear, you can either see it, you can sense it, you can know it, you can feel it. It's either audible, knowing, feeling, seeing. It's many, many ways of synchronistic messages that are waiting for you to expand your capacity to live your highest and best and in the light as you're here. So Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share with your friends and start your journey today by communing with spirit on a regular basis. 
Take care. Have a beautiful week. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.